0: Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining us at Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy, with my guest, Jabin Kadri. She is an amazing, remarkable young woman, and I'm so super excited that she has agreed to come on the show. She's going to tell you a little bit about who she is and what it is that she does. Take it away, Jabin. Hi, everyone. Thank you for
1: being here. Um, so I'm Jabin. I'm based in Pakistan, Asia, Southeast Asia and i'm an artist and writer um and i'm also an intuitive life and creativity coach um so basically art and writing and music and different forms of creativity um even fashion um interior all of these things have really helped me um find self-love find my inner power
0: So, Jabeen, tell me a little bit about who you are.
1: Yeah. So I was saying, um, should I start from the (laughs) beginning? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Jabeen. I am an artist, writer, and an intuitive life and creativity coach. And um, so I help people um, uh, with a lot of things, but the basis is connecting people to themselves, their soul, their heart, um, their intuition, their purpose. Um, and I use creativity, different forms of creativity to do that because um, creativity um, is something that has really helped me um, uh, throughout my life and um, so I use like art, writing, um, music, fashion, different things um, uh, to help people because it's something that has helped me find uh, my inner power. Um, it has connected me to, um, to what I do now, my, my life purpose, my soul's purpose. Um, it has connected me to who I really am on the inside uh, because art is a very very strong tool it can really connect you to your um, subconscious um
0: to who you really are on the inside um, so yeah that's what i do okay um let's talk about your latest project let's talk about your book okay. how did you decide to put all of this down in a book In. um because I know that it's like a passion project for you. So what made you decide to write this book? Um, and tell everybody the name of the book.
1: It's called The Girl uh, Who Slept for 10 years um, That girl is me.
0: <laughs> wow. Um,
1: I think, um, so it has been difficult for me to my talents, my art, my writing, with uh, the world, because I really um, suppressed all of that. And um, that is, I think, the major causes of um, the health issues that I went through. Um, so it felt like I had been sleeping, um, um, like living my life in a way where I wasn't aware, I wasn't alive dragging myself kind of felt like sleeping um so what happened was i think um it was a few years ago i think four years ago before that i used to have a beauty blog and it was very easy to write about beauty and fashion and all of that um but um uh, certain events happened
0: And so what, where did the shift come in?
1: Um, I think I was all I was always sensitive. I was always an empath, and it always felt like what people with what my friends were doing. it seemed meaningless. Like I would ask them questions. Like they were like, "Oh, I want to be a doctor," and I'd be like, "Why do you want to be a doctor? Do um, you actually want to do it?" Um, and then they had no answer. <laughs> so it so felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Like like things just seemed so ordinary to me. Um, felt like I was meant to do something greater. Um so there was that and then I had I had like people pleasing habits, um, that I was unaware you know, of and because of that I would I started um suppressing myself, so um, you know, like small, it started with like really small things and then like it really built up. Small things like if a friend, um, um, if I look more, like I look prettier than my friend, and like, you know, some girls are so toxic, they'll be like, hmm, the shirt doesn't look good on you. Mm, you don't look good. Don't pose like that. Don't take photos like that. And that just made me feel like, oh, I don't know. And I shouldn't do it. Or my friend is feeling bad, um, so I shouldn't dress up. Things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They really started picking up to the point where I just even stopped talking.
0: Uh, oh wow! I, I I wouldn't even talk. Uh, I stopped talking to my
1: family, my friends.
0: Um, and so, did you get any type of treatment for that?
1: Yeah. So after that, like. Um, like I didn't know what was like wrong I like I went to doctors sometimes and they said you have anxiety take antidepressants so I took them but it just felt weird so I stopped taking them yeah <laughs> but then the really big stuff happened like I realized that I was in a toxic relationship for more yes. years started waking up to things um and this actually happened when I I, I was like I was studying something that I absolutely hated out there my bachelor's degree. I was studying risk management. What were you so, studying? Uh, risk management.
0: Oh, God.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then I, I decided, oh my gosh, I do not want this career path. So that was the, I think the first point that I actually spoke up for myself. Yes. So just, like, just the thought of studying art or fashion brought my power back, started bringing my power and that was the beginning of it. And when I and I went there I I, I started my diploma in fashion. My power really started coming back. Um, yes. And, and then I I woke up to the horrible relationship. I ended that and uh, with my power I also noticed a lot of my emotions also started coming back and I didn't know how to manage my emotions. Um, then my father, he got sick, sick,
0: sick, sicker, um, he passed away and. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. Did did that cause another, um, challenge for um, you emotionally? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So after that, um, um, like even like, I think, like, I think around six or eight months after that I came to terms with the fact that there is something seriously wrong with my emotions. Like I snap at people, I get triggered, I get angry for things. Like I get angry about things that are not even mine. I'm fighting for things that are not even mine. And I would have days where I felt really, really sad. I couldn't get up. I actually spent the I think in the seven months in my room. I wouldn't a lot was happening that so finally went to the doctor and um, so i had um, i was always experiencing stomach issues yes so um so i had ibs and i also had bipolar disorder yes so and it 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 gave me so much relief <laughs> to know that i have these conditions yes because <laughs> before that i just felt so invalidated like. Like, you know like thinking like these are things that are only in my mind
0: yes so
1: it gave me a sense of validation and that is when I was like okay enough is enough I need to I need to find happiness like I need to I need to crack the code of happiness yes and then yeah. I started therapy and then um so um that's when my my blog that I had beauty blog I just lost in that and I started writing about myself, writing about um, therapy, and it was difficult, but it was so good because I felt felt so seen and heard, you know. Like, um, and this was a time where I don't know about the world, but where I live, not many people were talking about their illness or their health or their personal life online. Like, people were just busy showing like their makeup and how they look and everything. Yes. So um I remember I would ask my sister, Do you know any more accounts like mine, so I can follow them so I can find some inspiration and she's like I'm sorry (laughs) I don't know anybody. But now it's so good to see that so many people are there are so many people who have accounts solely based on chronic illness. Anyway, so when I started writing my Instagram post, that's when I first realized, I don't know what day it was, I realized, oh my gosh, maybe I need to turn this into a book or something. Uh, because people really liked my post, and, and they like I would start getting DMs from people, like, and there came a time I was getting like at least one DM every day.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then um, that's when I first thought about it, and then again in the pandemic um, um, I started going to challenges again um, um, even though I stopped going to therapy uh, like I, I didn't need therapy anymore I also stopped taking my pills I didn't need my pills anymore. Um, I told you in, in the session that we had that I became very toxic positive So this is something that happened during the pandemic. Yes. I was um, so, and also, I was also going through a creative block. So in the pandemic, I also, I felt like, again, I felt like I want to write, want to write something that, you know, people can just open up, random page, like an oracle card, and they can find some meaning, they can find some validation for their pain, or, Yes. They, just, they can find some answer or anything. Yes. But, but I was, I was in such a bad creative block then. Yes. Um that I,
0: I, that I, I I think that happened to a lot of us at that time. Hmm. That was a that was a a really it difficult was a, time.
1: It was a difficult because it felt like people wanted to do a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. they were waking up to the fact that life that maybe we were meant for something better, but at the same time there were so many um, blocks. Yes. Um, so it was an interesting time to <laughs> um go through so i i couldn't um, write the book and um, and then um, i just felt like i just i didn't know about synchronicity then started noticing everywhere life coach life coach life coach and i was thinking about becoming an art therapist uh, i still want to do that but it felt like it would take so much time um, to study, go back to school, um, all of that. So then I was like, you know, maybe I, maybe there's something else. And that's when life coaching started popping up. I started doing courses, in like short courses in life purpose, um, positive psychology, different things. I started reading books. And then I started diving into the world of spirituality somehow, I don't know how. And I just decided to become a life coach
0: um talk, talk about how different your life coaching is as opposed to other people's because that that I mean your session was so amazing um, <laughs> <laughs> it really was I mean it and it was different than any other session I've had and I've had a few sessions <laughs> because <laughs> I've done a lot of swaps with a lot of different people and you know people want to practice and all that and we've all done that kind of stuff and so but yours was so different so talk about the difference in how your sessions go as opposed to maybe some other people's
1: yeah so um that's a lot related to my book actually because you know my book is one of the ways where i am overcoming a lot of my fears my internal struggles that so that that is the concept of my coaching and um go ahead.
0: Um.
1: So that was another struggle that I was facing, and there were. Like the moment I decided to become a life coach, so many things started happening again. And I thought I was done with my, you know, inner work. I was done <laughs> healing myself. And then
0: <laughs> this is what done. happens
1: to people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, when they take their next step in life, and just so much started happening again. I especially when I I enrolled in this business coaching program. Oh my gosh like i started getting sick so much i had a really bad breakup which was horrible i didn't see it coming um and i had to let him go <laughs> it was even horrible because you know uh, my past people breathing patterns um and just so much happened uh, even after that with friends I started breaking up to so many things, like, um, uh, like you know, the, the the thing with the certificates. Like, why am I getting a certificate for everything when I already know? Um, <laughs> I already know how to use art. <laughs> yes. So, and then just um, so yes, and then um, just I I met someone as a friend and meeting him also like really um woke up a lot of things inside me like you know how because I, I thought I had done all the work but apparently I was still I was I was still dimming myself down I was still trying to fit in these people still looking for art galleries that would take me up still thinking I need you know an art gallery or a book publisher or someone to support yeah. me and I cannot do things on my Yes. Um, so a lot of things happened, and then, um, and then I around March. Um, just I just I thought I was falling back into depression. Mm-hmm. Um, my my empathy really started uh, kicking in. My intuition, uh, intuitive abilities really started kicking in, and. I was going through a horrible time, and that's when I, um, I wrote like, um, I wrote like thirty, forty poems in like two weeks. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> uh, now I understand that they're called like downloads. Um, I wrote, I made so many sketches in my phone. Like, like I would just wake up, and I just thought of my podcast. And my podcast is called Creative Epiphany it was like every morning like like 5 a.m 6 a.m i was waking up and i was like i was remembering so many things Um, things were just coming like flooding in and so i actually spent uh, like march april june even july um in my room and i would hardly go out and it was different because before, when I was depressed, I would be in my room, I would be lonely, I would be needing someone to come save me. This time, I was like, I want to face everything that's coming back to me. Yes. I want to figure out what all of this is and what all of this means. Yes. Um, and I, I made so many sketches in my phone that I still haven't painted. So my book is like, um, so again, with my book, I'm defining a lot of things. Like I decided to, um, decided to self-publish it, even though I found a publisher and I just didn't feel like, it, or I was like, you know, I want to, I want to self-publish. Yes. Um,
0: and, and that's
1: important. And I, I want, I want power over my book. It's my book. Um, and then I'm, I'm mixing, I'm adding my paintings, uh, I have. I have not come across a book that has paintings and poetry <laughs> uh, like that. So, um, so uh, that is how <laughs> I wrote my book, and then um, and then just last month, because I think because of the lion's game bottle and everything, just really started making a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of clarity around a lot of things. Like, I, I, I realized that I um, I just want to uh, focus on my book, really just get it out there. And what am I waiting for? Why, why am I postponing it? That's when I decided to self-publish. And then, um, um, <laughs> so, yeah. And also, there are a lot of other things that um, came up. Like I really really love studying, and before that I was, until last year I was thinking about getting a master's in like art curation or something so, because I really want to do that. Be able to because this is something that I really struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, like being a self-taught artist. Um, um, self-taught artists don't really get a lot of, um, like they have to work hard to be recognized.
0: So right. I really
1: I really uh, feel like creating a space for um, upcoming self art artists, something like that. So I thought, okay, maybe I need to study like art curation or something,
0: which I don't think I need
1: to. I think I'm already a
0: good curator. I was gonna <laughs> say, what what, um, what will that do for you? I mean, that you don't already know. Exactly, so just
1: during this time, I. I realized that maybe I need to um maybe I need to study psychology and like what I did with you because that that is something that, that's my talent and maybe I need to bring my talent out there, research on it, make make a model or something so that so that other people can also use it, you know? And I can't do it without like proper research, proper backing and all of that. So I decided. I've decided to get um to pursue psychology and um, and maybe even become an art therapist. <laughs> um, so you know I can really help people with their trauma because that's what happened with me. Uh, this year, like um, this was all like repressed emotions, things I forgot, um, things I didn't say to people, yes. um, things I didn't accept that you know. Uh, the moments where I was wronged, um, where I was misused, um, and also (laughs) I did a lot of shadow work. So, um, owning the fact that, you know, because I had those people pleasing habits, so I am the one who is in charge, and I am the one who um, did all of that. No one asked me to dim myself, uh, to hide myself.
0: So, do you need a degree for validation, or why? Because it sounds like you already already got that.
1: No, I I actually love I love studying psychology. Okay. Uh, I did I did a few courses in psychology, and it
0: really more something um, you want to do.
1: Yeah, because I I don't want to study like the regular um, uh, psychology. So, what I'm, I'm what I'm looking at is like like integrative um, like a like alternative approaches to talk yes, yes. Uh, therapy. Th- that's what I do, right? Mm-hmm. So um, That's what you do! <laughs> so just
0: I'm uh, really going deep
1: into that and uh, there's like an entire, like there's so many things, even in art, there's yes. so many things. Um, and I'm also hoping to see the role that, you know, fashion um, plays into it. Because I have not, I haven't seen, um, I mean, a few art therapy groups. I haven't really seen people exploring fashion as a means of like art therapy. So um, I'm really looking forward to like, researching on that, exploring that. Um,
0: so. <laughs> That's innovative. Yeah. Because it I've never, is. I've never, I've heard of art therapy. I've actually seen it done, um, but I've never seen anybody marry fashion in that. So that is so innovative and, oh my God, that's awesome. I I'm, I just cannot wait to see, you know, what you do with that and where you take it. Because, you know, being as young as you are, you're going to take it, the sky, well, not even the sky, there's no limit, you know, and you can take it wherever you want to, but I can see the passion that you have just talking about it. So I'm just I'm just watching your dust and waiting to see where you take things
1: yeah and you know just just uh, yesterday or a few days ago I was uh, I was um, came up and I was speaking to my sister and I did like a video on my Instagram and that you know everyone goes through struggles in life and everyone has their own like version of struggle Mm Mm-hmm. what we do with it is what matters and that's where the divide happens some people they fall into victim mode like um and i did i i was my therapist made me realize that um uh, like thinking like bad things are happening to us Uh, why do i do bad things happen to me i'm so good um um, so you know you, you need to do shadow work Understand that you are also a part of what's been happening to you. Secondly, like and then there are other kinds of people that find some kind of meaning, some kind of purpose in, in the struggles that they've been through. Like, like you, like you, and um, so many people that become coaches and not even coaches. So many there's so many artists that um, that talk about how. They started their Instagram, they started their work because they were going through a hard time. That's also how I started. Um, and art, sharing, writing, doing the podcast, whatever, it's something that helps them yes. um, find um, a peace. Like there's peace in fixing the things uh, um, where, where we were wrong. And we giving people the outlet, the opportunities, the healing, um, the coaching, anything, the art yes. um, that we needed when we were young. Like we needed someone to inspire us, to help you know wake us up, help us see that, um, the meaning of things, the definition of things, because you know what the. Like my book is all focused on finding happiness so i have such a like a weird concept of happiness we're all like so deluded um so like we have weird definitions of like love happiness yes all of that so yeah it's just like an outcome of doing the inner work and um to see that the definitions that we've been taught are all wrong and we need to, um, the only way, only way to find some peace in this world is to fix the definition that we have.
0: That is so true. So now I want you to uh, read one of your poems.
1: Gonna read my favorite one. When I posted this, um, like people sent me like DMs um, saying that like they cried, or um, it was so far, <laughs> so I did want to read it in hopes to help anyone who is struggling right now. Um, so it's called Pieces of Me. I will not stop. Until I have recovered the pieces of me from every memory, from every place, from every year, from every relationship, every friendship, I gave one to or maybe two. I am not scattered, I am integrating, a jigsaw puzzle becoming whole, piece by piece organ by organ, desire by desire, dream by dream, that I left behind, I gave away,
0: that I hid inside. That's powerful, (laughs) that is powerful. I can see why you got the responses that you got, because that (laughs) is so powerful, that really is. Oh wow. I had to you, I closed my eyes because I wanted to just hear the words as they come in because it sounds so healing. You know that that sounded so healing. All right. Um share with the people where they can connect with you, where they can find you, if they are um, looking to um, Uh so you can find me on
1: my Instagram. It's at Jabine Kadri. I have a Facebook group, it's called being you it's all about being yourself um so i do like a lot of creative prompts i do thread where you get to share your art or your podcast or whatever creative thing that you're working on um and also my podcast creative epiphany podcast where i just share my realizations the things that i'm continuously waking up to nice. and i think i will continuously keep waking up to as long as i live um, uh, Yeah, and uh, you can check out my website, it's com. and yeah, and you can reach out if you feel
0: like uh, booking a session with me. And (laughs) when will your book be available, you think? Sorry? When will your book be available, you think?
1: My book is coming out on October 15th. All right. Um,
0: Yeah, and
1: I'm going to start, I'm going to start pre-orders, like, probably next month.
0: Um, Okay. All right, and share the name of it for them. It's called The Girl, The Girl Who Slept for 10 Years. Okay, The Girl Who <laughs> Slept for 10 Years. You heard it first, right here on Straight Out of Savannah, Jabeen Kadri's book, The Girl Who Slept for 10 Years. And she has shared where you can connect with her. This has been an amazing, amazing interview. She is such an amazing young girl. I had a session with her and I just you know, really wanted to bring her on here just to share a little bit about who she is because she has an extraordinary testimony. So if you are looking at her and you are wanting to connect, her details will also be in the description of the video or the audio wherever you listen or watch this. So you'll be able to connect with her. And I'm super, super, super excited that she's chosen to come on straight out of Savannah talking with Tammy. So we have enjoyed this and I'm so appreciative that you are watching or listening to this. Um, make sure that you like it and you share it and you subscribe to where you're watching at. So again, thank you for joining us. Uh, Jabeen Kadri and myself on Straight Out of Savannah talking with Tammy. Bye now. I know you've been blown away with the amazing value here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Outta Savannah, Talking With Tammy.